guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host coming to you from the tropical islands, uh, Brad Siliker. Hey, I'm and I'm Matthew Barber. And I'm Lucas Candy coming to you from my house. And also from my house. And we told Brad, not cool, Brad. Oh, not oh, cool. Hold on. Yeah, be, let, me get, cool. let me get back to my office. And ready? And ooh. okay. Uh, and And we're back. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm not. I'm not really in the office. <laughs> one, one more. Sowing the seeds of one more. <laughs> oh shoot! Space. Uh, one no. more. Hold and, your breath. Uh, I'm home. I'm in my home, and there's my cat. Hey, hey, <coughs> Zoe. It's actually quite nice uh, doing the podcast from home. I think you're going to enjoy it, Brad. Do you think so? I've got yeah. two sleeping children. I'm trying not to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the, I think I think you'll quite enjoy it. Well. I, I hope so. I'm just, I couldn't get the share done while the intro music was going. I'm just getting it done now. Guys, how you Definitely guys, done. how you guys doing? Doing good. Good. Now save your catch up for just, I promise I'm, I'm clean guys. Okay. No, good. All right. Listen, also, hold, listen. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Sorry, Matt. Um, just for those that are li- for watching, uh, glad that you're with us. I've got an issue where I can't actually see chat for some reason on my, on the program. I would normally see it. Um, so we'll see how that works tonight. But for those of you that are watching, remember that you can always find out more about us or follow us on all the social medias that matter. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are on the interwebs, www.oxfordholyclub.com. From there, you can find out all kinds of things like our merchandise. You can, if you want to follow us on the Smorp Weekly, uh, the document is there to do that. We're going to put put a new one up soon. Uh, oh, I got Pastor Dave coming in hot here on chat. Went away from <laughs> the office. Man, you have to- everybody is firing away. Mandy, it's got lots to say about you already. Uh, <laughs> oh. Tia, welcome, Tia. Missed you, buddy. <laughs> oh, good grief. Yeah. Okay, Lucas. Anyway, so don't forget that. And if you prefer to listen to this just audio, that will be either late tonight. It'll come out or tomorrow by lunchtime and on YouTube as well there. Awesome. <sighs> so, so here's the thing too. We're going to say this is like, we all know what the current situation is. We're all well aware because we're all in our homes. Um, Speak for so, yourself. Oh, no, I can't. Of course, we're, it'll be mentioned uh, the whole COVID-19 piece because it is very relevant. That's life. Uh, but with that said, uh, we are not going to harp on that. So Amen. Um, we want, I think it's fair to say, like, we want to be a little bit of a, a getaway um, mm-hmm. for a little bit. And so, uh, welcome into our homes. Yes. Uh, welcome. At. Yeah. And so, forget about everything else that's going on and just listen to this foolishness for an hour. I think actually, there's during, during isolation time, we should consider longer episodes. I would be, or even Long a regular form. episode, but then a, a post episode episode. Um, an after show. An after, yeah, after show. show. Yeah. Yeah, after party, like after after dead. party, after after party. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be uh, something to talk about. We'll get your opinion online there uh, and see what people think. That'd be all right. Do you want to keep us up later, folks? All right. <laughs> Lucas, in bed. Lucas, can what we you, can we toss to you, you my man? To go to work tomorrow. What? Uh, uh, Lucas, can I talk? Can we toss to you and continue through? Sure. So we're gonna do the uh, the catch up. Mister uh, Andrew Beckwith is uh, not feeling well, uh, so he won't be with us tonight. But uh, Feel better, we're all Andrew. here, and, and, and we're going to share about our week. So I'm going to start with me, um, just because I decided to. Very cordial <laughs> of you. Yeah, very cordial of me. Hey, there you go. Um, I just think my stories will be the least exciting, so I'll get them out of the way first. Sure. I don't want to sure, follow sure. some like you know real barn burner of a great story. Um, so I'm living that quarantine life. You know, hashtag quarantine <laughs> life. Living the best life. It's great. Um, so trying to get our school uh, online this week. We kind of started our our. I work at Fredericton Christian Academy, getting that online. Uh, that's been really fun. It actually, like, and has been fun. Um, it's been kind of neat to see us all, like, uh, figure it out on this fly and parents and kids and everything. So that's been neat. Um, but one of the things, I, I made a purchase. Like, it's funny because I was out. Ooh. I was at the dollar store and Melissa texts me. She says, shutting down all the stores that aren't, like, grocery stores or whatever. And I thought, oh, this would be my last time in a dollar store for months. Although they sell groceries, so I guess it's not the end of the world. Can you I don't know why the- I had this panic. Like, what am I going to do? Shop at the dollar store. <laughs> anyway, 
So I was doing an extra long like run through and I got, you know, like some Melissa's favorite chocolate bars that they don't always sell in places. Yes. I picture Lucas on that show where they give you five minutes in a grocery store. store. (laughs) (laughs) Just running through and grabbing as many of those squishy ball toys as you possibly can and all the the fake chocolate bars. I texted Melissa and I said, like, what is there any dollar store junk you want me to buy for this for like that we won't need in two months? And she's like, arts and craft supplies, which are the bane of my existence because she always wants to buy little knickknacks that can just sit in a corner till they're painted and then I can throw them in the garbage as soon as they're like dry. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up a couple of those, but not a lot. Uh, but I did pick up one thing. I put it, I brought it over here. And um, I said, I don't. I wonder if I like this thing or not. Didn't even check the price. Probably f- the full $4, I'm guessing. Didn't even check. And check the price. Tell you, this puppy here. The what? tea carafe, and it is amazing. <laughs> it it from the dollar store. You could put loose tea in it. You could put regular tea bags. Um, there's only one problem though, is because I'm yeah, the problem my- is the problem is lead poisoning, Lucas. That's what you're <laughs> gonna get from the dollar store. Lead poisoning. No, it wasn't made with a dollar store. I checked for that like that certain font that you know was made by like the dollar store oh, company. I think it's just something. Else. Anyway, here's the thing. Uh, the problem. I was like, oh, screw it. I'll have hot tea all day while I'm doing my work and whatever. The problem is I just, it is hot and it's really good. And I drink it all day. And by the end of it, I was drinking two liters of caffeinated tea is <laughs> a lot of caffeine. It was more than I thought it was going to be. And I look at Melissa, I'm like, I can't close my eyes. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm buzzed from all this caffeine, uh, which is not a normal thing. I don't think so. I had to, I'm down to one pot a day, one wow. pot of tea so a day. Is that why last night at like something to do with 12, you were, you were like guys, video games. Good, video good to go. Mm-hmm. Video video games, yeah. good to go. I also, my Tentley tea high. Yeah, I also have to say that uh, Brad's cat flopping around in the background <laughs> has been more entertaining than your tea story. That's for sure. Look at oh. I don't know how that could be. Um, and my, my last little cat. thing, Andrew's not here, so I can talk about like personal stuff. You know, he's not a big fan of the long catch-ups, but uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take up all his time. So anyway, here, I had cat. a little minor crisis this week where I was sitting. It was a great before school, like went online and launched. And all of a sudden I look and I'm scrolling through my Facebook and I see like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I'm like, I don't know who that person is. I'm like, what's going on here? And I check and all of a sudden it says, you have 68 friend requests accepted. So all of a sudden I realized my account is just spitting out friend requests. And I was like, oh no, that lock is, it down. So I like went you. and like shut everything down. And I'm like, what happened today? Anyway, oh, I told you guys about this last week. Anyway, that was super stressful. So all week. I've been really nervous about turning on my Facebook again. And I think I locked down what the problem was, but anyway, I've still been living in the after in that fear. Uh, but I think I've solved it. I deleted some, I gave some app permission or something and it was just spitting out friend requests, which I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but yeah, still living that anyway, on to you and the cat. So we'll see who's, who's Oh, better. well, Brad, how about you? How was your week? Listen, you know what? It's been an interesting week with the whole self-isolation stuff and getting the kids into school because my kids, uh, are supposed to be in school right now. So we're doing this homeschool. Funny thing, Jaden, I don't know, uh, since we've moved to the Island every now and then we'll just be like, can I be homeschooled? Nothing's wrong at the school that he's going to, but he just thinks that homeschool is so cool. Well, this was a smack of reality. Let me tell you. And, and he is not enjoying homeschool, even though, even though technically homeschool is a little bit more relaxed, you know, than it probably would be in normal circumstances. Uh, So we've been trying to keep ourselves busy and entertained and all that. And, and uh, you know, just like everybody else, you sign up for the, the Disney plus trial crave has a trial. Uh, you find out the different books and things that you can read with the kids. And so Jade and I are going through a series right now and, and, and that's fun. And, uh, yeah, just trying to stay sane. I put the trampoline up early. I think I, maybe I mentioned that last week. Uh, I don't remember. I put the trampoline up. I don't know how long it's been because there's ki- snow in PEI. Yes. And those, I don't care. The kids needed to get outside. <laughs> okay. They needed to get outside. Uh, but I will say, the one, you know, I had something sitting on my desk for the longest time. And if you go back on older episodes, it's probably there. And I've all, never been able to use it until now. And it's this bottle that was given to me by uh, Lindsay Thompson and the Oxford Youth She's Group on. before I Lindsay's moved. Here. Yeah, I know. That's what made me think of it. Hi, Lindsay. It says, yeah. wash your hands and say your prayers because Jesus and germs are everywhere. And so I, <laughs> I filled that sucker with uh, some homemade See, that's a little bit more biblical than some of the memes out there that I've seen, where it's just like, trust in Jesus, you'll be cool. (laughs) cool. Don't sweat the COVID, you got God. No, 
You should still worry a little bit about <laughs> still, wa- still wash your yeah, hands. Right. Yeah. It's, it's okay to yeah. wash your hands. The yeah, other thing absolutely. is this, Matt, and I was really excited for you because I think you probably more than Lucas will know what this is. But yeah. um, as I was like ga- looking around the church for what on earth could I bring to my home that would entertain my children that's not at the house, I found flannel graph. Please take it. Is a flannel graph? Lucas, I'm telling a story. Um, Oh, Lindsay's telling me to make sure I use that and take zinc all the way. Uh, so pro tip, um, take, take your zinc. Oh, um, fair enough. I found an instrument. It's an old instrument from the, I'm going to say 80s, maybe 90s. I'm going to play it for you, Matt and Lucas. Oh. And I, I'm able to patch it into the to the sound system here. And uh, and I want you to tell me, see if you can figure out what this is. And if, you in ch- if someone in chat knows what this instrument is, uh, let me just get it. Okay. If it's a kazoo, I'm signing off right now. Uh, no, no, not a kazoo. Uh, we'll we'll just give a, a little demo here. And uh, ready? And my camera's out of focus. Here we go. Tell me if you hear this. That's oh, a little Casio, isn't it? <laughs> is it the little Casio? Oh, oh boy. Oh no, no, no! no hold, no. On, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Aunt Wanda's special. Hold. Hey, isn't it, Bradley? <laughs> Let me get a banjo going here. No, oh, I know exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Now, I don't know. So my Aunt Wanda's the queen of this instrument. Yes, she is. Um, I can't remember. Exa- is that a harpsichord? I think it's an omnichord. I stole that out of the chat. I stole that no, from Mike Sider. Right. From Mike Sider. Oh, Mike knows because it's it's from the church, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a harpsichord? Yeah. This is Holy. called this is called an omnichord. Oh shoot, I was close. It looks yeah. like something Nintendo would have put out. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you put the power no, glove see, on. Okay, no, I think it might be called both because mom mom is saying harpsichord too. And uh and it does, and trust so, me, if anybody's gonna know what it is, it's my family well, because let, my aunt Wanda invented it. Karen, I hate to argue with you how but I'm going to I think to, Omnichord's the brand. Uh, Omni it's so this is an Omnichord, but there is something also called an auto harp. And I think that's what maybe they're thinking of. A harpsichord I'm it up. A harpsichord you, is is like you a do piano. Not argue with my mother on the air. Oh <laughs> harpsichord. Uh, no, harpsichord's a big piano-looking thing. Thank yeah, you. I was gonna say, I think it's a piano with strings. It I think Aunt Wanda. Crazy. I think Aunt Wanda's been calling it the wrong thing all these years. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, this thing has been uh, unbelievable. Like guitar. Ready? Let's make it. Uh. Don't ruin it. Okay. Yeah, don't I, ruin it. You I, should only use the omnichord the, in the one tone that it is. The omnichord sound. That stringy, that stringy synth sound. <laughs> that one. And you got to get the rhythm down where it's brown, 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 brown. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. The future yeah, of music around. in the 80s. There you go, Matt. This one's for you. That's it. That's exactly that. Uh, that is bringing me back to the O'Leary Church of the Nazarene with Aunt Wanda. Yep. And your grandfather. Yes. Your grandfather playing the guitar while he sat down. I don't think I've ever seen your grandfather stand up and play guitar. You should have seen <laughs> Grampy when he used to do guitar swings right behind the back. <laughs> I don't even, like I said, I've never even seen him stand up. <laughs> I, I, no, neither have I. Anyway, it <laughs> it is. Oh, well, hey, Kenny Wade. Welcome to the show. A, and Melanie Taylor. Nice to see you. Jeff is nice here. Flashback. Matthew Canhai is on, eh, Matt? Moose. Yeah, Moose. Jump on there. I hope you're still here. Uh, I noticed that we were peaking around 21. 21. 24, I seen. 24. 24. Yeah. Big deal. We're a big deal. We, guys, yeah. we did it. We did it. Anyway, that's that. And the other what thing. do? I don't know. We almost made it to a quarter of a hundred. Two dozen. Two dozen. <laughs> almost, made it. Two do- almost made it. <laughs> almost a quarter hundred. And then the the last thing for me in, in terms of the whole catching up thing was I actually had an interesting conversation with Kenny Wade today and we were talking about a little bit about COVID and, and a, just a conversation of what is life going to look like when this thing is over for people? Mm. Um, I, I saw a statistic, at least for Canada, that 500 people lost their jobs, uh, you know, within within a month, five, or so, what did I say? 500,000 people, sorry, lost okay. their jobs. And what is it going to look like? Yeah, it's like a crazy stat, but what are pe- yeah. what's it going to look like on the other end? Mm-hmm. And, you know, get me thinking of you, Matt, like with your work, you work with people. And what, so what does it look like for you and Lucas in the schools and me with the church? And we were talking about how important it is to start thinking about um, <coughs> diversifying and, and looking at what kind of skills and things do you have 
you know, to make sure that you're putting food on the table because maybe what I put you, all my eggs in one basket, man. I got nothing else. I, well, I'm one trick pony. Hold on. Now you've got that social media company, Radix. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, yeah, that. To the roof. To, yeah. So I'm just, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought of what is it going to look like after and what will, what will jobs look like and, you know, vocations and things like, will people just be like, this is what I do? Or will they look for different streams of income so that if one goes, they've got something that's secure. What's it looking like for you right now, Matt? Yeah, well, we're essential services, so I'm still at work. Yeah. Um, we're all out there working. Um, we don't have the cushy jobs like you two where we get to go home and stay in our pajamas. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we we do. We go to work um, for us because it's essential service. So, um, yeah, I mean, thing for us, uh, thankfully, we've got a really strong leadership nationally for Teen Challenge. And so they've got contingency plans in place. Um, you know, so there's at this point, there's no, no big concern, uh, as far as, you know, finances and all that kind of stuff. And we're taking care of there. And so, I mean, the biggest struggle for us right now is morale with the guys because we're in essentially complete lockdown right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's, yeah. So, I mean, just trying to keep the guys morale up because, and trying to keep them focused on the recovery is even though everything, all this is going on recovery is still number one right now. Yeah. And then us doing uh, all of the, uh, the things that we need to be doing to keep everybody safe. And so, mm. yeah, you, you know, it's, it's you've almost got a, usual for us right now, other than all the changes. You've, you've <laughs> yeah, almost got like a big brother situation going on. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. They just canceled that actually in Canada. Oh, did halfway, they? Partway into the season. Oh, no. now. I know uh, this is so heartbroken. Wow. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> one less smutty thing on television to watch. U.S. projects um, 9% unemployment by December 2020. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah. So anyway, we will we continue on. We do what we got to do. I was listening to uh, um, John Maxwell live stream a couple of days ago all about like leading through the, the craziness or whatever. And he made a great point. He goes, listen, every time there's some major thing that happens, everyone thinks it's like there's a ton of people who just like, lose their minds and like this is the end and he goes he's talking about y2k and people like <laughs> selling their house and moving into the woods and he talked about you know 9-11 he goes are they are they big deals yes like are they are they do they severely impact some people yes but it's important that you understand that like this will pass and there will be another end of this so just don't lose your mind in the middle of it yeah. uh, and you know and just come to terms with the fact advice. that toilet toilet paper will be the new currency yeah. So That's here's right. here's my question to, to roll off that a little bit. So what? So Brad, all of a sudden, church uh, can't afford to pay your giant salary. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, you know, or Lucas, you the they decide that uh, uh, mm-hmm. Christian education is not uh, feasible at this point. They had a people, good run, they just shut it down. People hey, can't. Pay. What are your go-to jobs? What are your? What's your fallback? Uh, music. Mm-hmm. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'll be Brad's roadie. Um, I'll be no. I'll be his tour manager. Okay, that's better than Rody because I don't know. I'm I think you'd be fired. Upper body strength, am I? Yeah, I think you'd be fired pretty quickly. <laughs> Brad, can you help me lift this? <laughs> Brad, <laughs> what am I paying you for? <laughs> this bass drum is so heavy. No, the <laughs> it's my fingies. The only the only foreseeable skill that I think I have uh, that I that I could use only because in the past I have was is music and teaching it. Yeah, I mean, there, the music teachers are, there's tons out there uh, and I get that, but there's always, there's always seems to be a need. And, yeah. and so that's, that's what I would do. That's good. Well, uh, let's see. I can fall back on my blockbuster skills. Oh, oh no. no. Um, well, I mean, Tim Hortons is always an evergreen, right? I can always go back there and sling coffee. Oh. I can see more do go back and maybe I can get my library, my librarian gig back at uh, Crandall University. Or you could there go back go. to work in Halifax at what was it where you used to work in Halifax? Oh, the Fort Edward National Historic Site where I was a tour guide. Yes, that's got to be shorts and my white shirt and my blue see? Nova Scotia tartan tie. That must be How an essential are you still service. Not in that job, like that is that. I it, figured. Listen, I've had some easy jobs in my life, and this one. Melissa is now nodding your head because she always gets mad at how easy my jobs are. Um, but man, <laughs> this might have been one of the easiest ones. There was a day where I had three people show up all day and I would just sit there doing crosswords. I learned how to tie a tie. I, I did some, you know, betterment and stuff like that. But mm. Melissa shows up and she goes, why aren't you mowing the lawn? I was like, "Somebody, we, we outsourced that. She's like, you should be mowing the lawn. I was like, hey, hey, easy. Okay. Was, um, were you already I'm married even, at this point? No, no. She, oh, that should have been your first sign right yeah. Oh, yeah. no, oh, no, oh, no. Listen, we got Kenny Wade coming in. Ken uh, is saying that we're selling ourselves short. Matt, haven't heard what you would do. 
Oh, for me? Oh, I would definitely I would I would go into politics. I would be the I'd be the one who <laughs> who would try and bring order back. Uh, to, I to will lead world. you 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 will be the Moses to our I will uh no heavens no, I'm not a Moses. I'd be a politician, I said, not a Moses. But <laughs> well, you said lead uh, lead us I'd out of this. Politician, yeah, I would lead us. Oh, so out you'd of be that. Pharaoh. You you can, would be Pharaoh. I can convince people. I can convince people to get in line and do their thing. Um, I think it would be good. And actually, I've I'm pre- I've been prepared for this for a number of years. I think I've talked about this on here before. Is like, this the moment already, you've been waiting for? I already own MatthewBarber.ca, uh, and all just in case one day my political a new career, way forward, Matthew Barber. Yeah, that's right. I think it's .ca. I haven't logged in in a long time. <laughs> Either MatthewBarber.ca or .com. I think .com is like a bull rider named Matthew Barber. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it Matthew up? Barber Matthew? the like? The musician hasn't locked any of those down, or is it? His, he spells his name differently. Uh, it's it's Wrong. it's dot ca. Yeah, MatthewBarber.ca, I'm which there. is Cana- perfect for Canadian politics. That's right. And so, um, yeah, so I own that website. Just should the day ever come that I need to go into politics, so no. that keep, would be my that would be my next. Uh, keep talking about it while I bring it up. <laughs> okay. Very. Good. Yeah. Well, that's what I would do. I, I mean, I I feel like I would be good at it. Uh, I'm loud. And I can be obnoxious, and I mean I'm fitting the bill, right? I mean, I would be- vote for you. I can tell you that. Oh, that's so sweet. You got my vote. Thank you very much. Thank you, Raj. I will say Listen, this: would you, gonna- vote for, would you vote for Matt Barber? What's your absolutely? What's your would. platform? She's holding. She's she said in what? She wants to know what level of government. Yeah, I had the the top level, the top level. I'd be her top boss. level, coming to the top. But um, she she gave you a nod. Yeah, there you go. I got a lot of people saying they'd vote for me, so. Anyway, um, yeah. So, do, is it my turn to talk about my week here? Or well, I thought you into? were, and uh, bringing up your website, <laughs> no, no, you, I, you, I got goaded into a uh, question. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> you tricked him. I, I didn't want to reveal that I was actually going to be running at this point. But I guess this is the official announcement. <laughs> oh, let's see. I, I, Kick I, off. There, I'm going to be running, ladies uh, and gentlemen. There's MatthewBarber.ca. <laughs> oh, did you put it up there? Well, as much as I could. There you that's go, that's yeah. a nice picture, the you problem, guys. The problem is is uh, that I'm in right now is that you know how you got to kind of climb the ladder in politics, so you kind of start. You haven't found the ladder. Level. You start. You start with like municipal, and then you work your way into provincial, and then federal. That's kind of the regular uh, kind of route that you take. The problem is, is I'm in Moncton, and I can't get into municipal because I'm I don't speak French, so I'm kind of I'm kind of stunned. <laughs> Fake it. To move to Petticoat, I can take that place over and then move up from there. I don't, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, all right. So my week, let's move on to this. So we, um, Aaron's been home with the kids. Aaron's a school teacher. So she's been home with the girls. And so we've been trying to find different ways to entertain them and keep things going. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we taught them. Uh, you going to touch on that comment, to, Matt? What's that? You going to touch on that last comment? What was that? Look in chat. There's a comments come in oh. for you. Someone conservative wants you- or liberal, Stevens. You know me better enough. Know me enough that I will not discuss that here, uh, especially <laughs> that's especially green, with you. That's Green Party. <laughs> that's Green Party all the way. I'm just kidding. Oh, Mom says move to PEI. That's true. Yeah, I could. I could run that island, man. Oh man. Um, so anyway, oh, Mandy, we're moving. Yeah. We're moving. We're moving. <laughs> we're moving. We're moving. Um, Sorry, so, keep going. So keeping the kids entertained. So this week. Uh, we introduced them. We introduced them to Super Mario Brothers. Um, yeah, and so we thought, wow, they're they're almost five. Now's the time. And so uh, anyway, we we've been we showed them how to play, and they've just taken off with it. And so actually, they had it taken away from them today uh, because. <laughs> We're three days in and they've had it taken from them because one got upset with the other one and she, she smoked right in the side of the head with the remote. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I sent Brad a video clip. It's about 30 seconds long. And so Addison's in the purple dress sitting in the background. She's the one that's actually playing. Uh, but Sadie uh, is sitting on my lap and sitting closest to the camera and her dress is kind of orangey. And uh, anyway, she's not playing, but watch, watch her... Uh, Watch her reactions. This is probably my favorite part of the whole thing. The music is classic, eh? Oh, Makes me want to eat Eggo waffles and stay in my jammies all Saturday. Dad, do you see me? 
I did. You did so good. And so, so Sadie wasn't even playing, but like the it's the it's the throwing back, and it's the, uh, the getting excited and the screaming on oh, the jump. So anyway, they we've introduced them to that, and uh, they're loving it. They also, again, like I said, won't get to play it for a few days. Uh, but don't, uh, don't you love it, like introducing your children to things they love just to then take oh, it away? It's, so it's almost like it's a, yeah. a plan. So good, but. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that was that's been our week. Just kind of trying to keep the kids entertained, and <laughs> keep them going, and uh, having a lot of fun while we're at it. So, uh, other than that, yeah, no major news. Still working. That's going. I on. hear you got a new piece of technology. Mm. Oh yes, we bought a GoPro. Uh, there was me and a few buddies uh, went in on it and bought a GoPro, uh, just for kind of video and some of our hikes and some of the things we got coming up. And so, uh, so parkour. Yeah, lots of hardcore parkour. And so playing with Good that uh, uh, has been a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, then that. Uh, Are you like time sharing one of them between you? Yep. I think it's yep. a really smart way to do a GoPro because unless you're living like life to the max, you don't really need a GoPro all the time. That's going to be my political uh, slogan. You should, you should use your GoPro. GoPro Matt, life to the max. <laughs> it's good to see that you're watching our stream again. You should. Uh, can you use your GoPro as a, as a video input for the podcast? Uh, I'll try it out sometime. I'll have to put my name on the list to get it. But yeah, <laughs> yes, I, uh, <laughs> joint custody agreement. I feel like I, I feel like I missed something in the notes. It says "got a GoPro." What you've communicated is what I missed it. What? What? Oh, you weren't listening. What is? What is this weird arrangement? This arranged well, was, GoPro there was, marriage. There's five of us total women on it uh, to buy this GoPro because we all hike together and and that kind of stuff. Oh, and that's the, yeah. The biggest reason we bought it. Understand. And so we're all taking turns with it. So anyway, I, I had to, after we bought it for the weekend, playing around with it, and uh, we got my buddy Kent. He's he's a bow hunter. Uh, one of the most manly dudes you've ever met. Uh, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it to look at him, but uh, he is. And uh, and uh, anyway, he's gonna go out. He can't hunt right now; it's on hunting season. But uh, he's a real outdoorsman, so we're looking forward to seeing how that footage goes. But anyway, that's boring. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Matt, before you move into the next thing, how are you? Uh, you you've been a big gym head. Uh, Mike Sider, oh, Mike Sider came into chat and about the video. The girl said it looks like good exercise. So, how have you stayed? In, yeah. Have you stayed fit? Have you been using the Wii? What's been going on? No, and I'm then Lucas, been, what have you been doing? And I'll tell you what I've done. <laughs> I've been walking circles around our building at work um, at uh, during, <laughs> like during lunch hour. Jericho. Yeah, that's it. Uh, no, I mean the gym is closed down. Everything. Um, I'm completely unmotivated at night. I so I, I know I can't do anything then. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I get usually three or four kilometers on over lunch, just walking circles around the building. So okay. that's You're trying to that's maintain. As, that's as much for my mental health as it is mm-hmm. for anything else. But, uh, yeah, other than that, trying to keep it up. I mean, I'm, it's, it's going to be different and anyway, we'll figure it out as we go. Sure. I've uh, been still trying to eat half decent and we found out that there's like a billion kilometers of unused, mostly unused snowmobile trails just out past our house. So we went out walking a bunch of times. Tonight we found this uh, frozen over lake and then a bunch of dead trees and we were all like karate kicking them over and it was awesome. My oh. five-year-old had like one that was probably, I'm not exaggerating, 16 feet long over her head. Like, yeah, you know, so it was pretty great. I think you're exaggerating. No, anyway. I'm not exaggerating. I'll get the picture. We'll find it was out. like super dead and dry. Like it probably weighed like five pounds. But we'll still. we'll okay. find out when we get to the repent section of the smorp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great segue. So we're going to move into our SMORP at this point. Um, so just for anybody who maybe hasn't participated in this before, uh, SMORP is an acronym for this. It's for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And it's just a time where we take a chunk of Scripture. I'll read it a couple of times, uh, and then we just kind of work through that list as far as in the scripture, what uh, kind of stands out to you, and then what's the message you feel that God is saying through this? What is it you can do about it through obedience? And then the repentance part we can talk about when we get there uh but today if you guys want to follow along uh and brad's going to post it it's in john 1 1 to 9 john 1 1 to 9 and we could probably talk about these nine verses all night Mm -hmm. but uh we'll keep it uh relatively succinct but we won't cut off any good discussion here so the uh, title of john 119 is the word became flesh it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. 
The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. <coughs> Bless you. All right. Do we want a uh, do you want a second reading or was that good? No, give it give it, it. Give I, another one. I, Here we go. Give her one more. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to that light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Hmm. All right. So the first part we want to look at is the idea of the scripture, what we just read. Um, and so the question we want to ask is what are some of the words or the or phrases or the observations, something that stood out to you? And uh, really, what does you, what does this tell you about the nature of God? Lucas, start us off, man. Right. Um, to me, I, I, I'm kind of locked on to the verse five where the light shines in the darkness and the darkness mm-hmm. will not overcome it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked that verse a lot. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter like how small a light is, like the weakest little light, darkness can't overcome it. Like it's, there's nothing it can do to, def- to defeat it. Right. Like, and it basically darkness is just the absence of light. And I'm sure you've you know all heard that old chestnut before, but it's true. And I, I like that. And, and even if you have a small faith and you might think, Oh, I have a weak faith, but it's, it might only be a candle in the darkness, but darkness can't overcome it. Right. And it's, and it's, and it, it can only, as you grow it, it'll get more, you know, better and stronger and all that. So I've always liked that verse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to be honest. I was on the same the same page as you. Um, the light shines in the darkness. The darkness does not overcome it. Um, I also coupled in my mind. I coupled that with the fact of him being the creator, and he created it all. And you know, the word here is talking about Jesus. We all know that, and he was with God and, and is God. And through him, all things were made. Through Jesus, all things were made. And in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. He gave us this light and that light, Jesus shines in this, in this darkness. And again, I'm not trying to bring it all back and I don't want to get into the message part, but it though, well, so maybe I'll save it. Uh, Those are the things that stood out to me specifically. I think for me, um, Lucas, same thing was the one that gets me every time when I read through this. But if we look a little further down, I think it's really interesting that they took the time to explain who John was. And when they're talking about John, um, it's, it's, they're talking about John the Baptist here, yep. right? Who had come along and, uh, and, and who, which is also important to note that this isn't the same John that wrote the book of John. So just for anybody who's playing along, um, but the idea of this is that so many people believed of the time that John the Baptist was potentially the, the savior, potentially right. Messiah of that time. And so it was interesting the way that John had outlined this, um, in the detail of saying like, no, 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 he's not Messiah, but Hey, he was important. You know I mean? Here he came as to bear witness and to point people towards Jesus. That was, that was John the Baptist goal. And at no point do we ever read in the scripture where it talks about John the Baptist ever making a claim or, or some kind of stake mm-hmm. in saying that he was Messiah and the whole time saying, no, 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 like the one is coming, the one is coming. And this is what he preached. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and the importance of that. And I think too, that if anything, uh, the emphasis here is really kind of a bit of a timeline that the author John is making, where he's talking about right from the beginning, Jesus was there. Jesus was the word. Mm-hmm. Jesus was with God. In him, everything was created. Through him, everything was created. Nothing that is created uh, that has not been created is not there because it came through him. And so the idea of they start at the beginning, you work our way through and say, okay, John was important, but he wasn't him. But then comes Jesus. And that's when he starts talking about the light. And it's for me, it's always I look at that and say, okay, how often, especially in ministry, do we have to guard against ourselves to make sure that we aren't even infringing a little bit or even be, like, even stepping into that limelight yeah, yeah, of yeah. being Messiah, Savior? No one would ever really say that about themselves, but this idea of 
are we always pointing people to Jesus? Yeah. Are we always mm. be the ones that say, no, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. And you oh. see it. And again, this isn't some big statement or soapbox, but like you see it in some churches where it's like, oh, the pastor leaves, I'm leaving. Or, you know, like, or, right. or and so the, the following isn't necessarily I Jesus, can... you know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the, the, in the person it's, sure. it's the, right. the shepherd. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's just a reminder to say, no, no point as important as John is that he gets mentioned in here, <coughs> point people to Jesus. That's what you do. If I can, Scott Layton, um, nice to see you tonight. Scott came in with, and for him, it was witness to the light. Uh, love that phrase and it challenges me big. And Matt, basically what you just said, I've seen so many folks, uh, sharing prayer and worship, etc., online over the past few days, um, we aren't the light, but witnesses to the light. What mm-hmm. impact will we make when it comes to dispelling the darkness? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Good stuff, Scott. Yeah. No, um, have we ever had Scott on here? No, no. But oh, we're going to. No. Scott, we're going to have it. We, we, gotta, uh, we didn't know Andrew was a late cancel. Yeah. All right. Next time, mm-hmm. Scott, that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, that's that was the biggest part. And, and the other thing, too, which I think is really interesting in this, is that John states a little bit later on in this chapter where he just says, I'm not putting everything that I've seen or heard about Jesus in this book. I'm only putting in what you need to know in order to find him. And so it kind of even gives a little bit more weight to this idea of, well, if John's mentioned, then it must be, there's a Mm -hmm. message in it. There's something important uh, to that part. Do you guys have anything else for that part? For the scripture part? uh, No. Okay. So let's move on to the message. So Brad, I'm going to start with you, but what it is, is we're looking for this idea of what, what is it that the Lord is saying in and through this? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom um, that you can gather up through these pieces of scripture? Right. Uh, well, again, not that we want to harp and focus on the specific, you know, with the COVID and all that, but I just, that's what's happening around us. And I look at this scripture and, and I actually, I, I, I get a lot of hope from here that, that Jesus, the light is shining into this darkness and that mm. there's an opportunity for us as the church to witness about that light to the people that are scared. Uh, I mean, you know, we joke about the fact that there's no toilet paper on the shelves, but that is indicative of fear. Um, mm-hmm. There are people that are afraid and do not have hope and are hunkered in their homes scared. Mm-hmm. And I sit here, I recognize what's going on out there. And I'm not ignorant to that fact, but I have a a hope that is more than just a hope for a vaccine. Now, I do hope for that and pray for that. But I guess what I'm saying here is that the God that created everything wants to shine light into this situation and use us in this situation. And so I I look at that and, and, and coupled with what you said, it's not about me. It's not what can Brad do in this situation, but Jesus, what can I do? Holy Spirit, how can I partner with you in this moment uh, for for such a time to help that light shine and be your witness? That's what that's what I'm sensing, and and the Lord's talking to me about. Hmm. Yeah, to pick up on what you were saying too, Brad. I mean, it's such an interesting piece, and I'm not even joking about it. But how um, somewhere, some somebody said something that spawned this fear. That led everyone Absolutely. because of this respiratory illness yeah. to go buy toilet paper. Yes, um, and so it goes to show, though, how how deep seated and how quickly something can take root in an individual's life hmm. without very much thought being put into the reason or the why or the how. And and we see that so easily in our society in our world where where people just jump on board. They believe in mm-hmm. some of the most outrageous types of things when really the truth is not of one of fear. Um, and it's not one of misleading and misguiding, you know, or deception. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there is a certain level of calmness. So as much as when I started off, I was joking about like, oh, just get Jesus. Don't worry about germs. Um, no, don't just do that. But I mean, there is a certain element of the way that you handle all of that. And if you're doing that, when and if, when, it, sorry, with and in through Christ. Yeah, there is a certain level of fear that's removed from that. Um, sure. And so the idea of it, yeah, is just, are they focused on, are we, and then are they focused on darkness, focused on light? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I heard uh, John Acuff on uh, Twitter, I think this morning say like, every action you take in this situation is going to speak to either faith or fear. Like you're either doing everything out of fear or you're doing everything out of faith. And like, 
you have to choose which one it's going to be. Um, now, some people don't have anything to put faith in, so they, their only kind of recourse is fear. Um, you know, or some people put faith in the government or whatever. But if we have an actual faith, you know, in God, we have something that, yeah, it's it's not going to protect us from germs, but we have that eternal hope, and we know what matters and what doesn't. And um, as far as the message part of this. I, I really like the whole witness of the light thing as well and talking about light and, um, you know, and living our way in a way that shines and that people say like, ah, oh, there's just something different about you. You know, you're obviously not any better looking than anybody or smarter or talented, but there's just something I can't quite put my finger on that's different. And I want to know more about it. And when they talked about, um, you know, talking about light and, and, you know, Jesus is the light and all this stuff, it it's like trying to describe light to someone who's lived in a dark cave their whole life. Like it would be, really hard to do and it would sound very appealing but you almost have to experience it like listen i can tell you about it hopefully enough to make you want to try it but you really need to experience it and it's it's almost like i was telling somebody the other day i said you know like if people would just be like be a christian for like a year and like actually not like just pretend but like actually mean it and see what it's actually like i think it would be radically different in how they actually saw christians and and the value that they would find in faith Man, I, I, I think that right now, if you were to ask anybody what they wanted more than anything, I think they're looking for hope. And what an opportunity for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott mentioned it in chat as well and, and our, our response to the crisis. But like you said, we've got something that not everyone has that doesn't make us better than them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we, we have something that would help um, anyway, because we didn't earn it. Right. Like, that's why we can't get boastful about it. Like it could be anybody's right. Like we're not special. It's just the fact that we accepted it. I take yeah. umbrage with you saying, uh, about not being good looking. I, that, <laughs> that hurt, but anyway, I'll look into my own mirror there. <laughs> yep. All right. Very good. Uh, last part of this <clears throat> that we're going to touch on is the obedience piece. So what is something then? And I mean, really after everything we've just talked about, this is a bit of a beach ball. Because uh, if you've missed it, well, yeah, scroll, just listen back, you'll get it. But <laughs> what is it then we do with all of this uh, from this piece of scripture? And even let's contextualize it for what we're going through right now. Um, or even what Scott's saying, which I really liked is, yeah, okay, right now, sure, there's this. But what do I do after this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's where the opportunity comes in. You know? Yeah. And so what's what do you do with it, Lucas? <clears throat> Well, to Would me, you please it's just go a, get a cough drop. I got one going right now. Uh, Sorry. Good man. <clears throat> so anyway, I, to, to me, it's just a matter of of living your life like you have a hope, living your life like you have a faith and not getting all caught up with everybody else. And I think a lot of it, you know, I think of, you know, there's all that pressure like, oh, am I supposed to go out and like get in a soapbox and like, you know, you know, throw tr- whip tracks at people till they get paper cuts? Like, no. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a place for that in some places, but I think just living your life in a way that makes people notice and not in like a show off way, but just like there's something different. There's a calmness there. There's an assurance there. There's just a, a quality there. I can't quite mm-hmm. put my finger on. And that'll lead to curiosity more than I think yelling about hell to everybody on their way by. You know what's it's funny? It's appealing. You know what's funny yeah. is that is that you walk by somebody or come into the presence of someone that is in a foul, bad mood. You can sense it. You don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say anything. You can sense it. Wouldn't it be great if through the social social isolation, when you walk maybe walk two meters between someone, they can sense the presence of the Lord upon you? Yeah. Like you'll see people on Facebook and they'll be like, just spewing about their bad day on Facebook. And you're like, ah, come <laughs> on, man. And especially sometimes they're a Christian and you're like, that's not that's radiating not love that's not and faith and all that stuff. Like I get people are annoying or whatever, but like that right now people think of you as whiner, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. You know, anyway, totally agree. Awesome. So the last couple parts of this, Brad, did you say everything you wanted to say on that obedience piece? I I, I want to be in the light as he is in the light. I'm going straight up DC talk. DC talk. Yes. Okay. Can we, can we close the show with that tune? No. (laughs) Okay. We're going to sing it. We're going to sing it on the way out. All right. I'm, I'm going to be Toby Mac. All right. Um, So the last part of this isn't something that we necessarily do here but it's something we would encourage you to participate in. And it's the idea of what does the repentance look like? So maybe, maybe things have been a little sideways uh, in your life. Uh, maybe things haven't been lining up with scripture. 
um, whatever that looks like. And, or maybe God's just impressed something on your life on your, sorry, um, impressed something on you, on your heart tonight. We're just like, okay, that's something I'm going to focus on that. I feel like God is, is asking me to do better in work on that. That's what we're saying. Pray to him. That's the biggest part of it. Spend some time intentionally praying, uh, in whatever it is that God's impressing upon your heart tonight. And like I said, we'd love to hear uh, any feedback. Uh, it can be private, and you can check our website in order to send any of those messages. But um, other than that, that's our smorp for tonight. Ooh, oh, Thanks oh. a lot for all the participation online. That was great. I just want—I mm-hmm. do want to get the last little piece up here, the prayer piece. I was copying the lyrics of <laughs> "In the Light," oh, no. <laughs> so we can all sing it on the way out. Yeah, karaoke. I'm definitely not. I'm messing that up. <sighs> <clears throat> we'll pick it up at the bridge. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, um, so oh, tiebreaker. Oh, Brad, you're doing the tiebreaker. Oh, get right? out of here, Lucas. Get get there away. Get away. Get away. I let me <laughs> let me have. Can I have something tonight? I'm just I'm teasing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to the tiebreaker. Uh, a lot of reverb on that. Yeah, love that, it. That was all natural, my man. Um, <laughs> oh, Pastor Dave. Coming Same in with the color of your beard. Coming, uh, coming in with well done, boys. The, you know you Grecian five that beard. We all know you do. I what? <laughs> Grecian five. Grecian five. What, isn't that the thing? Or what is that? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, is it something they men, advertise on Wheel of Fortune? Men. Uh, what do you do with your beard dye? What do you call that? Um, men. So we got this. No, uh, we have this <laughs> listener submitted because I'm a listener. Um, <laughs> Bethany, guys. Bethany Moving has an. On has an argument with her husband, Jeff. Um, yep. Now, they have an old minivan that will need to be replaced soon. Really wished uh, Andrew could be here for this one tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, they have, a, they have a van that needs to be replaced soon. Bethany wants to buy her dream car, but it's not a car. It's a vintage VW bus. If you don't know oh, what that nightmare. is out there, go look it up. It's, it's something mm-hmm. else. But Jeff believes... Uh, Jeff believes these vehicles are unsafe and would like to purchase a more practical vehicle. Oxford Holy Club, what should they do? Well, I'll say I'm glad you came to us because we all know <laughs> so much about cars. Um, but okay, let me so get here's my, my take. Hold on, on it, I'm okay? going to get tools. I I, I don't. Um, I'm on both. There's can we can we agree with both of them? Is that possible? Well, as long as tell us why. Yeah. Okay. I here's mean, my here's my take on it. Jeff's not wrong. Uh, if you've ever seen anyone driving a VW bus, they're essentially pressed up against the windshield. Um, <laughs> they're because the way that it is, it's just a a very slightly domed front, and then the driver. Like you're right there. There's not much to it. So he's not wrong. I would be interested if they have children because that would also impact mm. um, my decision on whether I would go with the bus or not. But where I am in agreement with uh, Bethany. That's her name, Bethany. Bethany is yeah. that I've also heard that with these buses, uh, you can essentially fix them with a paperclip and a rubber band. I've heard that they are so basic in the way that they operate uh, that they're and that they're cheap to repair, easy to repair, um, and so the long term maybe a good investment. Um, it really just depends on uh, what you need it for and your level of safety and comfort that you're hoping for. That would be oh Brad's in the garage. Oh, that, should, that, could be, garage. that could be a whole segment here. Brad in the garage. People send us their car problems, and Brad, you tell them how to fix it themselves. We'd be liable. Would we be liable for that? I don't know. I would. I would think so. We'd better be. Uh, so, so right over <laughs> my right, thoughts. Uh, hold on. on right over. Right over similar. here. Hey, right over here. Oh come on, finger. Right over here is my my Lambo. No, shoot. Lam- that might be my Lambo. Uh, Short like for. Lamborghini, come on! Don't like a Celica. And under here is my under here is my Saturn. Pontiac Fiero. No, this okay. is actually you know what? This is what my white doing? Saturn. Scott Scott Layton. Scott Layton sells cars for a living. Um, Scott, uh, help us out, Scott. Yeah, he's making. Uh, I'll avoid the obvious shameless plug at this time, of course. <laughs> um, but, oh, look uh, at all those Scott, hashtags. We, I don't know. There's a lot of hashtags there. Um, and I have a problem reading words that aren't spaced apart, so I don't even know what that is. Well, he, he yeah. So anyway, Scott, is there any way we could just call Scott for a minute? Is that even doable? Scott, give me your email. Quick, 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 quick. Give me <laughs> All your, right. Give, so that's my take on it. Lucas, put it in chat. Scott on the line. What's your, uh, what's Mine your was actually pretty much the same as yours. And it's, I'm torn because <clears throat> it's not practical. So if you have kids, deal breaker. Um, if you are at the point of your life where you can't really afford to have like a weird vintage vehicle, 
deal breaker. Now, if you're at kind of like, if you have the point of your life where you have money to throw away on a garbage van that looks fun to drive, that's what that's for. Like I know a guy when he was retired, he bought an old VW car, like one of the little Beatles or whatever. Beetle, yeah. Um, Cause that's, that's the car he drove around in, in high school. So like, yeah. And it, was it his main car? No, he didn't drive it. You drive it on like Saturday mornings to go get breakfast. And he had the money and the time and not, and the no kids to warrant having it. Right. So to me, I don't know where they're at. So I would say probably for now, no, for later on. Yes. Like weird vintage vehicles like that seem like more of a retirement kind of thing or a, I don't have kids and I have more money than I know what to do with kind of thing. Neither of which are my experience. So I can't tell you. Um, so you're saying about, no. I, I'm saying no. Speaking of which, like, you know, knowing cars, uh, my car wouldn't start about three days ago. Yeah. I haven't bothered to do anything with it because I, I can't go drive anymore anyway. I just take my van. So I'm like, when, this, when the thaw comes, I'll try it again. Well, listen, yeah, sure that's I've got, sp- I can move the Lambo out. We can bring your car in and we'll, right. we'll put her up <laughs> on the, that, we'll put her up on the hoist. Me, there. It sounds like it just needs a tune up. Just we'll, a tune we'll up, put her up on the right? hoist. We'll do a little. We'll do a brake job on it. That yeah, look. Actually, I just need a boost. Actually, Brad and I used to work at a gas station that had a garage. Sure did. Uh, we worked there at the same time. The O'Leary um, No Stop. Uh, no, I, actually, th- when we were working at the gas station in O'Leary, uh, there were six gas stations on Main Street in O'Leary. Yeah, that was something else. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It really unbelievable. Amazing <laughs> that they all stayed open residents. as long as they did. Uh, now there is one. There's only one <laughs> yeah. uh, gas station uh, on that all of Main Street. And uh, in one of my very first shifts, uh, <laughs> there was a lady bought a brand new Ford F-150. Uh, oh, I remember this. Summerside. Oh, Marlene O'Brien was her name. I'll never forget this. Brand new <laughs> truck. And I walked over to the window and I didn't know. I still don't know anything about cars. And I said, uh, uh, gas or diesel? And she goes, Gas. So I put gas in it, and uh, anyway, it was a diesel truck, and she had just driven it from the dealer oh. home. So I called Blair. I'm like halfway through pumping. I've probably got like forty or fifty bucks into it at this point, <laughs> and she's like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, what are you doing?" She's, I said, "Gas." She's like, "I said diesel." Anyway, that's still to be determined. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. next, that's the next week's tiebreaker. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Blair. Blair, who owned it, uh, who's Brad's <laughs> uncle, uh, he came down. He was super cool about it. He's like, hey, sorry, Marlene. He pulled it into the garage and they got it in the truck back the next day because he had to drain the tank, the whole thing. But, oh, yeah, fantastic. My favorite memory from like, that. As long as you don't start it, it's a pretty easy fix. But once you start that engine, it's trouble all uh, over the place. Listen, sure. let me let me just tell you what I could do for you. Is there a wheel alignment machine in, in here? Because what I could do for you and what I remember doing. Uh, at- I was putting pop bottles in. Do you remember doing that? Hold on. One dumb story at a time. I remember there was there was a wheel alignment machine and it had a computer with a TV as yeah. the screen, uh, yes. like a CRT. Is that what they were called? C, um, I can't remember. A, just a, a TV that was in this unit for doing wheel alignments. And so I brought my Nintendo in and hooked that up because there were, like Matt mentioned, six gas stations and we were the most expensive always. Ir- yeah. Irving was always the most expensive. Always. So... Oh, yeah. Because they would they would give me a price. I remember they would say, "Here's the price range that's come out this week. Um, you go to the highest." And yeah. <laughs> and so everybody went across the street or up the road. So I would just <coughs> do wheel alignments. There'd be times where Brad worked the morning on a Saturday. I worked the evening. I would come to work, and there'd be him, TJ Lewis, uh, and a couple other guys with a full band in the garage playing music. Yeah, like like there'd be like and you're, and you're telling me there's only turns. one gas station there now, eh? Huh? Yeah, believe it or not, we could do a whole show just talking about the gas station. Do you remember Mike? Uh, oh yes, Mike? I now yeah, I did boy. send. I just so you know, guys, I sent Scott the the link. And yeah. he he friended me, so there was action happening here. But it's looking like he might not be coming unless he's unless he heard something uh, about some kind of late show. <laughs> he didn't have a shirt on. That's what happened. Uh, okay, so we do need to we do need to come okay. to some kind of decision on this. Unfortunately, okay. we don't have. So I say at this stage of life, uh, not a good purchase. Yeah, I agree. I, I concur because I'm assuming because they already have an old minivan, they probably have kids. Yeah. Right. I would. I would have road, to agree. I'll leave that door open. So Bethany, but for now. Sorry, Bethany. Bethany, if you're watching, we're sorry, but uh, the three of us have. Oh my goodness, guys, it's happening. Just as we were declaring it. No. Scott Layton is coming Scott, in. Scott, claim it. Scott. Scott. Do you think he has video? I don't know. It just says Scott Layton 
all one word, like his hashtags. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He knows cars. Oh, see, Moose is chiming in. Moose remembers the gas station. Um, let me let me put my <laughs> sure, background up. Sure do, Matt. Um, yeah. So here's the other thing about the gas station. While well, we get Scott on there, do you remember Elty used to come in and El- just hang out all the time? Yes. Do you remember what and, he used uh, to drink? And he would buy an orange pop. Okay. And he would buy a handful of barbecue peanuts and he'd pour the peanuts into the pop and then drink the pop and eat the peanuts. Do you remember that? I not only do I remember hey. it, but I've done it. Witness are relocation program, uh, Scott, Scott Layton. Wait hey. a second, Scott Layton, are you a Montreal Canadiens fan? That's yeah. canon. Oh You've my goodness. That. Oh heavens. You are me and I am you. <laughs> Um, that is unbelievable. Scott, thank you for joining us. I am in my garage right now. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> you got terrible lighting, Scott. I, I need like to be in is, some kind like of bunker. There you go. There you go. We are said, anonymous. Got to move my cardboard box here. <laughs> there you go. Is that what you call your car? <laughs> that's my desk. Oh, that's your desk. Man, self isolation hit you hard. Uh, <laughs> there you go, Scott. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, wow. so Scott, talk to us. We got this whole situation with the van thing happening. Bethany wants to get a VW ba- a bus, and Jeff says no. Um, he wants to get something that's more practical. Now, what's your background with cars? Keeping in mind, look at my look at my Lambo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is could this could be really revealing about how your car salesman is telling you all the great things about your car, but he really doesn't know a thing. Anyway, Scott, <laughs> prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, Scott. Now, truth be told, I'm just I'm just good with people. I I, I know nothing about cars, but <laughs> this was a huge now, mistake. I, I said, I just awesome. I've been at Toyota three years, so really not a great experience, great uh, breadth of experience. But uh, I don't know. Like I said there's two trains of thoughts. Really, ultimately, happy wife, happy life. Ah, uh, there's an angle we never inside. even considered. Yeah, but uh, personally, I'm all about the practicality. But then again, if my wife says she wants the VW whatever then i guess it's the clown van i get so is your wife watching there's a lot of wisdom in that no <laughs> no a lot i don't tell her that. about this this is my secret yeah we made jokes about cars and scott came in with actually some good biblical like yeah. drive it home <laughs> is happy wife happy life biblical i, was I, I feel I like that no it's that's in the proverbs it's, it's no solomon maybe or? that's uh book of second opinions yeah, it's a, right. it's a proverb. Absolutely. All right. So it looks oh, like it's coming. Fantastic. Looks like it's fantastic. coming down that all four. No, Scott is the odd man out right now. He says, "Get the get the, the bus." Yeah. Get Which the, you know what? I I would uh, maybe be a little oh, bit prone to Matt. lean more towards Matt, that logic. You flip flopper. Flip flopper. No, no, yeah, no. I said I have a life in politics. I would. Like see, yeah. I'm there, folks. <laughs> there, there's there's the next leader right there. Did you see how quickly he flip flopped? Oh yeah. That's right. Uh, um, Scott, uh, Scott I, yeah. I'm super concerned about what's about to happen. How familiar are you with the lyrics of In the Light from DC Talk? Oh, let's sing it. Oh, let's man, go. that's like a throwback Thursday classic yeah. on Joy FM. Uh, We're only doing the yes. last, like, 10 seconds, right? Like, that's the most I can pretend to <laughs> I said pick it up from the bridge. It. Okay, what's, the, what what's the beginning of Don't the bridge? We got to get out of here. <laughs> Take it from the bridge. Take it from the bridge. Matt, seriously, where's the bridge begin? Uh, it's that part where they're like, it's almost gets a little bit like ska kind of thing. No, nope, looking like, for specific words. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I want it to go, I want to be in the light. And then the, can we just play the, 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 we the song? No. What's the hold up? <laughs> Copyright. Uh, oh, I'm this not song is so long. Uh, oh, I'm not so singing long. it. You are so in... long. I'm not singing it. What? We, all right. So this, I, don't, I, I don't think we, we've got a couple minutes here. I don't I think wanna we should be waste in the light. Yeah, that part. You are in the light. But I don't think we should waste our opportunity with Scott on the line here. Hold on. Um, what key do you think it's another, in? Oh, get the harpsichord going. Do you know the chords? I'm sure I was able to play this song on guitar, so I'm sure it's only GCD. <laughs> do we have any automotive uh, industry questions we want to ask? Yeah. For, uh, oh, boy. Just I drive, yeah, people in the chat, chime right in there. I, 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 we, we've owned a, a RAV4 for the last eight years. And actually, uh, we just paid it off uh, because we <laughs> because we leased it. Then we bought it. That whole yep. that whole scam. That old chestnut. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we uh, we love our Rav very much. So it is far safer than a VW bus. That's for sure. Amen. Uh, yeah. Excellent vehicle. <laughs> excellent vehicle. Mind you, we don't even have a hundred thousand kilometers on it after eight years. But oh, uh, that thing is gonna go till like your daughter's gonna drive that thing. That's that's what I keep telling Aaron. She's yeah. pretty excited about it. So. Oh my word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scott actually sold. I'm pretty sure we have two receptionists um, at our school and sold them both 
the exact same ra- red Rav Four, uh, just like like a year or two different in years. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, wow. One got the redesign, and one got the previous generation. <laughs> yeah. That's, yep, that's yep. right. Well, what was it? Uh, pearl red or something like ruby that. Ruby flare pearl. They had to ruby red. Yeah, they were very excited. Ruby flare pearl. They kept telling. They're gonna start a gang. So here's a question <laughs> for you. Here's a question for you, Scott. Uh, All right. You know how car salesmen kind of get this rep. You know what I mean? Yep. Of this part of it. So yep. legitimate question. Like yep. for you, um, uh, as a Christian, someone who loves Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, what? How do you? Is, how do you I mean, sleep at night? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't lie to people. That's so right. this is so okay. So this is my question: Is is that uh, that uh, that reputation? I'm not sure. That stereotype is that stereotype typically true and if so how do you find uh you manage within that culture um like as a christian guy so that's the great thing about where i work i don't have to i don't have to because here's here's the cool thing very first uh interview that i did with the owner he owns uh fredericton toyota and acadia in moncton oh there you go that's where we bought our car yeah, so Sam Sam Gervin, uh, I believe he's a Christian guy. He owns he and his son own both stores. And anyway, he asked me in my first interview, "What's your life philosophy in a sentence?" And I'm like, "Oh crap!" I said, "Well, uh, oh, that's that's I short said, and sweet." Yeah, yeah, I said, Pe- "People over stuff." Just yeah. kind of popped out of my mouth. And Absolutely. He's like, what do you mean by here. that? Yeah. I said, "Well, I said, if I'm as a parent and step parent and husband, if I if I teach my family, invest in my family, that things matter more than people." That I suck. Uh, I said, if I actually care about people first and recognize that even Toyotas, though they may last longer than others, will eventually rust and be in the ground. But people's dignity, people's, you know, people matter more importantly than I've done a good job. And he looked yeah. at me and he said, huh. I'm really glad to hear that because I was thinking that's the dumbest car salesman answer ever. <laughs> that had nothing to do with selling cars, right? <laughs> I would I would not have hired you. Just yeah, so. well, the, yeah. And he, he looked at me and he said, I'm really glad to hear you say that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Why, why is that? And he said, because we're not in the car business. We're in the people business. We just happen to sell cars. Nice. Look at that, so the cool, th- the cool thing is, is from a leadership perspective, they don't buy into that old school mm. stigma. So I don't have to adjust to that culture i don't have to kind of you cool. know yeah i don't have to question or uh compromise my my integrity to work with this team so it's really a really awesome opportunity i, I love That's the fact that i can care about people first and you know what if you care about people first then the commissions will take care of itself right so all right i have a follow-up question to this uh follow-up question for this also serious yeah. um who um because you deal with you, you can you can figure out who are Christians who aren't Christians, you know, um, like the receptionists. I assume they're probably, um, even though they got like the devil red car, or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> devil red. But uh, but um, do you find that uh, Christian people are they drive a harder bargain? Are they are they harder to sell to than others? Like, will they? Like I'm thinking of Lucas specifically. I can't imagine <laughs> trying to deal with Lucas at a car dealership. Not that he would ever be at your car dealership. Oh, I would send Melissa and I'm not the negotiator. <laughs> I'm cheap, but, like, but I'm... Hi, Mark. Have you been disappointed sometimes by the behavior of some folks uh, after trying to deal with them in a business transaction? I'll bite my tongue and you can read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's, yeah, it's... You know what? People are people, right? And yeah. And... I've said to my wife on a few occasions, you know, I was like, it's, is, is it too much to ask for people, especially Christian people to be nice? Um, I I could tell some stories and it'd be pretty discouraging. So I don't think that's necessarily (laughs) something that I want to dive into because you guys are all positive. Right. But yeah, I've, I've had my moments where I go, okay, cool. So there's a challenge of how I'm never going to act as somebody who calls himself a follower of Christ, you know, and Mm, uh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because, I take, I wear everything on my sleeve, right? So it's, uh, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, anyway. I, that's all my questions. Well, I'll do then. Other than this, Scott, we always appreciate you watching, man. Very and, much uh, so. That is from your, the heart of all of us. Your comments are always uh, top shelf and on point. So, so guys, uh, very much appreciate it, man. Let's. Uh, oh, I lost the lyrics. Oh, this is a huge mistake. Brad seems to be very excited. He's chomping at the uh, bit. To he's been playing with the harp Ready, you guys? Ready to sing with me? Omnicord. Where are we starting on the bridge? I, I want to be. It's called the chorus, and I want to be in the light. Uh, okay, from the bridge. Uh, there's your key. Uh-huh. I, I want to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mark Collins says, "Hi, Matt. I'm lurking. <laughs> I want to be 
in the light, in the light. As you are in the light, I want to shine like the stars in the heaven. Oh Lord, be my light and be my salvation. All I want is to be in the light. I don't think he's. I don't think Brad's heard the song before because it's not the same speed I'm used to it. No, I was trying to get. I was trying to get him going. I'm untested. I've never played a song period on this thing. That Casio, like uh, it's called an Omnicord game console, would be difficult to play. Yes. This oh, is the yeah. quality that brings me back every Tuesday, guys. All right, that's awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> what if I stumble upon? What if, never, stumble what if I stumble? What if I ever called too slick? That's for sure. Did you did you not pick up? He just referenced another DC talk. I heard. What if I stumble? What if I, what if I fall? What? Mark Mark Collins. I'm still lurking. All right, thanks, Mark. Very good. All right, I'm I'm starting us out of this thing. We ready? Please do. All right, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Be sure to check us out uh, at Oxford Holy Club. Hashtag OH Club. Uh, we'd love a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you leave a five-star rating, we will I'm air sorry. it on. We're leaving. We will put it on the air. And not only that, but you can send your questions uh, right to us at www.oxfordholyclub.com. Uh, browse our merch and uh when it becomes available and much, much more. And listen, folks, we do not pay to advertise. And so any growth that we have comes from you and maybe some merch. Buy some of that merch and get it out there. But really, it is sharing with others. So if you could, it really does help us if you hit that share button on Facebook. Scott, thank you so much for being with us and right. jumping yeah, in. Scott, take us out on this here. All right. Do you know what to say? <laughs> is this the part where you say keep... Un- until next time. Oh, until next time. Keep spiritually fit. And have have fun. Way to go, guys. Great show. Thanks. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) That was fun.